Hi Fizzy fam, welcome back to Let's Get Fizzy Pole. I'm your host Christy Sellers and today I have with me a special guest by the name of Elle Hoskin. Hi guys, how are you going? So excited to have you on because Elle has, correct me if I'm wrong, been listening to the podcast since it came out. Yes, I do, you listen to it every week. And now you're on it. I know, it's very exciting. Yay! I didn't expect to be asked either, which was nice. Oh, yeah. No, I was always hoping to um, to have you on. And obviously, because you're based in Ballarat, I'm really excited because we can be here in person. Some yeah. of the – sometimes when I do have a guest speaker on, I'll do it via like a Zoom call. And then, yeah, so it's not always in person, which is cool because actually one of the upcoming episodes is going to be with a representative of Pleaser – from That's the states exciting. yeah so they're going to talk about um new styles and whatnot that are coming out so keep an eye out for that yay new shoes i know <laughs> um but i i'm really excited for you to sort of share your story because you got into poll a fair while back and um if you just let everyone know you know when that was and why you started and yeah. how you found the experience when you started we'll go from there um so i started at fizzy poll the coming up to my three-year anniversary in January. Um, Mm. One of my friends at the time had just started instructing in aerials and was looking to fill her first level one class. So I got roped in and I did Mm. one term of aerials and I started pole the next term and did both. And then I very quickly decided that pole was for me much more so than aerials and I switched (laughs) over straight away. It's funny how it's like everyone sort of leans one way or the other. A lot of the aerialists yeah. don't do as much pole and a lot of the polers don't do as much aerials. There's a few that like double up both, but. I love aerials and I could watch it for days, um, but I felt much more comfortable. Like I felt like I was me once I started doing pole rather than aerials. Like I felt much more comfortable in that room. Um, and yeah, then I took up spin pole as well as my second class. Instead of doing a pole aerial split, I just did all pole. How did you find that in terms of building up your strength and I came into fizzy pole recovering from a workplace back and shoulder injury mm-hmm. um so for me doing spin allowed me to build my upper body strength in a way that was much faster but it didn't exacerbate any injuries yeah um, that's good I did and it was just for me personally doing the two aerials classes with my injuries that I did do for a little while was too much Mm. Um, and it started to niggle whereas doing the two pole classes I found it much easier for me to build that strength up doing two different sets of tricks based around the same apparatus yeah apparatus as it was to do two of the same class oh how interesting so why like I know you said you came into your friend's class who was teaching um but why did you actually start or was it just as simple as like we need someone to fill a spot (laughs) no I'd been whinging at her for several months about how since I'd hurt my back I'd put on about 25 kilos yeah right um so I'd, I'd previously lost a lot of weight leading up to um hurting myself Mm. and put 25 back on um yeah so that would have been how was your first class when you came in because you would have probably felt a bit uncomfortable like not in your own skin yeah I was I was in a class with three other girls two of which were already at least level four pole Mm. Um, I could not straddle. I could not pike. I sweated and struggled through the warm up, mm-hmm. um, let alone 
trying to then straddle and pike I found that once I got into the low hoop I was able to do that but I couldn't even do that little jump lift into the low hoop to start with I physically yeah, had to step okay. over like step my legs over and get in yep um, I really really struggled it was never easy for me it's still not easy now so why did you hang in there what made you stick with it it just it felt like the right place to be there wasn't I didn't feel like anyone was looking at me struggling and going oh god can you believe she's still not getting it as week four mm. everyone just every class the smallest victories that you might not even notice yourself your instructor was noticing or your classmates were noticing and going oh my god you're like a foot closer to that than you were last week if you just moved your foot like 20 centimeters more you would have been able to like so just encouragement based yeah and stuff that you wouldn't see yourself they never once let me get down on myself in that class mm. um even when I was having the worst weeks and could not get any of my tricks they never let me sit in it they brought me straight back up into a positive headspace and that's so lovely and that's so what fizzy pole is all about yeah it was so, incredible and it's so nice that that was the reason that made you stick with something that's actually quite a difficult thing to do it's not like you're just taking up walking it's kind of an extreme sport so yeah. to be able to go in and um and to hang in there because of the environment and now look at you yeah <laughs> a long time later so yeah, so how did that kind of progress? You took up pole and you, you felt more like that was your thing? Yeah, it was definitely – I throughout school I always did drama or music or bits and pieces. I was never um, phenomenally great at one particular thing, but I could do a little bit of everything and it allowed me to sort of be creative and be involved in a lot of different things at school and a lot of things outside of school in the community. So um, – mm just even the dance elements of pole like you're learning those routines and there is that fluidity and um musicality even just what you learn in your classes before you put it into a routine and it just clicked in my brain that that was yeah exciting and it was different and um it wasn't just going to the gym and putting your headphones in not talking to anyone doing what you're doing yeah and the focus is different and so you're focused on you know, like you say, the dance moves and the tricks and having fun in the class. And did your body start to change? In my first 10 months, I think it was, that I was at Pole, I dropped two and a half clothing sizes. Whoa. From a size 20 to a size 14 to 16, um, I threw out my scales. Love that. After I'd hurt myself because I was focusing too much (laughs) on that and I'd go to the gym for a week and I wouldn't have lost as much as I thought I would and then I'd get down. It's a vicious cycle actually um for everyone listening like you know you you even when you're fit and you set these goals in front of yourself and you're thinking okay because it does even for me makes sense sometimes I'll look at it and go all right I do want to be a little bit lighter for the purpose of making my tricks a bit easier it's not that I it's ever a a vanity thing like oh I want to look better in the mirror um it's more so of, of a practical purpose but the scales can be such um a demon like you especially if you're gaining muscle that's weighing more than fat and you could still be losing fat but weighing the same and then you step on the scales and you think oh I'm not doing any good and then you you go binge eat or you punish yourself because you haven't achieved what you thought you wanted to I would I would sulk on the couch for an entire weekend like it sounds so stupid but I became this person that was like I've put on 25 kilos I have put on so much weight 
Um, and then I started at PhysiPole and it wasn't initially that easy for me. Like I went home and I was like, I don't think I can go home next week, but we were already in a group chat and the girls were all messaging and excited and trying to organize practice times that we could all go in Mm. that, you know, I felt guilty. I would have felt really guilty if I didn't go in the next week because they'd been so nice to me. And I, if anything, get sucked into that a little bit too much I feel bad if I disappoint people and you know Mm -hmm. I'd signed up for this class that my friend was instructing and I would have felt like I was letting her down so I dragged myself in but it's it's not about pleasing anyone else but having that sense of um responsibility and I can't think of the other word I'm trying to use um commit commitment to you know like you've this is what you've signed up to do for eight weeks and you just got to push yourself to get to the end of that first eight weeks yeah, and then your mindset's completely different. Um, and I, yeah, I went from this person who was I weigh so much, I've put on so much weight to um, not looking at the scales at all, and I was more focused on oh, look how much looser this top is on. Yes, you know, yeah, clothes feel, are the best gauge. I didn't feel comfortable wearing this without a jacket mm-hmm. a month ago, but now I'll quite happily wear it. Or I went from someone who wore t-shirts all the time to actually wearing singlets again. Wow. Um, by the time I got to level two of pole, like I was straight in booty shorts. Oh, I um, love that. <laughs> because I just felt that much better about myself and it was no longer like I've put on this much weight or I've lost this much weight. It was, oh, look, look how good my ass looks in those leggings. Like when I caught myself in the mirror today or whatever it might have been. So it became much more about how I felt about how I looked instead of like judging myself by a set of numbers. Mm. Yeah. No, that's really, really good. That's... Yeah. um. And that's the way that you've sort of got to think about it because it can really eat you up mentally and it can become a focus. You know, you're you're focusing on when can I eat next? What am I eating? Okay, and now I ate that. And then you're thinking about, I wish I didn't eat that. Like it just keeps going. And then you're thinking about, okay, what am I eating next? (laughs) You go, well, I've already eaten that today, so I may as well eat this, that and the other. Yeah. You become a hungry caterpillar because you slipped up and had one chocolate bar. And then yes. One of the best things. Jesus. One of the best things I heard. I can't remember where I heard it, but it was um, if you drop your phone on the ground and it cracks the screen, you don't then start jumping on your phone to crack it more. Yeah. So it, you know, having a little slip up or eating something that you don't necessarily want to have in your plan or whatever, because again, being too restrictive can have the opposite effect. Yeah. But um, yeah, by, by doing that and then continuing to eat badly for the rest of the day. And then you're thinking, oh, well, this week's out the window and then yeah. it's all a, a, a landslide. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was just one of those things where I just ended up with in the right place with the right people. And the studio is still like that today. Um, I don't think anybody who well, not anybody, but most people who go there don't sign up for a class after a try before you buy because of solely how they felt when they worked out. It's because of how the instructor made them feel and how welcoming the other students and instructors and receptionists were when they walked in the door. It's not just about what they did in that 45 minutes that was exercise. It's about how they were, you know, greeted by other students when they walked in. And my level one class of pole backed onto an elite class <laughs> when I started pole and you'd think that you'd feel really uncomfortable but they were the loveliest group of girls and they were so welcoming and they you know wanted to hear how you were going with your tricks and oh level, you know week four I know what you'll be learning tonight you know make sure you get yourself a good pair of shoes because they uh, yeah. learning to climb and yeah 
it was just all of that. Like people knew what you were going through because they'd been there. Yep. It wasn't this solo journey that no one knew what you were up to. Like everybody who does a class that's a higher level than yours has been through what you're going through and they get it. Yeah. So, yeah, there was never judgment. It was always just support and advice. And then that really um, motivates you to keep going. Yeah, 100%. Because everyone wants to share their stories. So what was your confidence, like your self-confidence, like before you started Fizzypole? I think other people would have thought I was confident Mm -hmm. um, because I was quite like an enthusiastic person, I suppose, like quite bubbly. But that was more me masking how I felt in social situations that if I act like I don't care and I'm happy and everything's all good and I'm happy with how I feel, other people perceive me that way. Well, so it was like a false sense of bravado, I guess. Like, I don't care if I'm this size or I weigh this much or if I can't do this, I'm happy. That's all that matters. Um, but so really. Like, but I wasn't. And it wasn't because of, you know, like I had a, a long-term relationship that was really stable and I felt really secure in that and I had a good job and it wasn't anything like that. It was just that I wasn't happy. It's yeah, not, okay. not just about, you know, someone thinking you look good because you're skinny or yeah or whatever no there's plenty of people that are, are skinny that don't it. yeah they have no self-confidence yeah. either it really goes all different ways and that's one thing I noticed definitely at the studio is you get a class of beginners and you know someone who's starting off wanting to drop a heap of weight is obviously coming in not comfortable in their skin but then you've also got someone maybe on the next poll who is just as self-conscious about something else and you would never even know it and everyone's looking at looking at each other like oh my god you know that person is so confident but really everyone's battling the same issues yeah 100 percent. it doesn't matter what size you are or what your fitness background is everyone's got something then trying to work on it trying to improve and yeah everyone should no one should ever not have goals so what did you then sort of move on to that was the next goal or the next thing that kept you going um so my level two pole term was obviously term three um which was coming up to ignite and Mm -hmm. i would have been going into level three um and been qualified for the beginner section when it was on so I applied when I was still in level two and so why because that's such a jump from you know not really having the confidence to take a jacket off to then being on a stage in front of people what made you want to do that I I missed that creative outlet that you get from performing mm. um whether it's in a play and you get to interpret a character as yourself or whether you go out and have a dance and you're just enjoying yourself like that creativity and that sense of fun that comes from dancing and performing I just really missed it and I wanted to give it a crack and there was never a point that um I felt like I wouldn't have been supported in that environment either yeah and I suppose because the environment is so supportive it it takes a lot of the barriers away of like oh what if people don't think I'm good enough or or any of that it was never that everyone like every time even I mentioned that I was thinking about it every person I spoke to was like yes you should so do it oh that's so make sure you get your application in let me know if you need a hand or Mm -hmm. you know I was doing privates with um Ash Webb who wasn't ever my instructor I've never had her as a course instructor and she was so lovely to me because she taught around the nights that I was there and so she was um 
yeah, getting me to come in and do privates with her. Brianna was my teacher. I was doing privates yeah. with her as well. I think I did one with Jade too, just oh, for wow. a different And did you notice your a physical change when you really kind of upped the training? The photos of me um, in our level two showcase routine mm-hmm. compared to the photos of me at Ignite Finals, the change was ridiculous. Yeah, wow. Um, just, and I don't think on the scales I'd actually lost that much. But you but look just how different. I physically was completely different. I was covered in bruises and <laughs> had about twenty layers of tan on to try and hide all of that. But um, yeah, the, like the physical changes, it was probably one of the happiest I've been with how I looked. Oh, that's um, so in nice. Honesty, in my when I look back at that first ignite and those photos. And obviously, your mental state was changing too, because then it couldn't have been not long after that we started you on reception. Two weeks before our Ballarat heats, yeah, um, I started on reception because you found out you were expecting Mason. <laughs> That's right. Um, yes. So yeah, I, I jumped on for maternity relief on reception. Not yeah. Long before that, um, and haven't moved out of that seat since. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also still doing classes as well as yeah. the reception. So what? What are you? What's next for you? What's next? Um, so anyone who sort of came across me around the Ballarat studio knows that my, like my back injury that I had when I started has flared up a hundred percent not to do with pole. Um, if anything, every medical professional I've spoken to thinks it probably would have happened a lot sooner had I not been doing pole and the core strength that's involved in that actually really helps support your back. <clears throat> uh, but I had time off when I had a lump cut out of my back that was, in the way of all your straddle muscles mm-hmm. um, and that sort of led into um, a bit of a weakening there because right. I was off for quite a few weeks from that um, to having three bulge discs towards the end of last year. <sighs> but that being said, every time that I've had something, like, like those two times where that big things happened, as soon as I could be back in the studio, I was. And there were quite a few times that I would come in and do one or two classes and even like I, with Ash and Ash was like, no just know like give it another couple of weeks mm. um but I just wanted to be back like that motivation <laughs> to get back in there and to get back to where I was and beyond and that's what the goal really is for this year yeah is yeah so you and you've entered an external comp I have um so I found out end of last week that I will be competing in debut again this year that's so exciting and do you think your body's ready for it's much more ready than I think it was last year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I competed in the same comp last year in the same section. Mm-hmm. And where I feel now is probably about where I felt towards the end of my training for that last year. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. But again, it's not... I just... My motivation is to be able to put on a good show. Yeah, and you were saying as well that you're not really your reasons for entering the comps it's not really to you know compete professionally or anything like that it's more about goal setting and having that to work towards yeah it's it's about me personally and my personal growth I don't do any of this to be better than anyone else or to compare myself to anybody else I just want to compare myself to me Mm. um so to do debut again in the same category, it's not ideal. You, you know, the ideal would be to do the same comp a level up than what you did the previous year. But for me, that just means, well, I know that um, I, I struggle with inverts and I know it's in my head. 
That, yeah. That's the stupidest thing about it is I know it's all in my head and that's why I can't get around them. But I'm forcing myself to put one in this routine. Good. Because I know. That will make you do it. Yeah, and I know that I need to. And that's like such a massive stepping stone for me um, that I just, I have to get past it. And that's a surefire way to make sure you do it. Yeah, it definitely is. It um, definitely is. Because if you put a trick in a routine, you have to work on it. And I don't care what anyone says, you'll never work as hard as when there's a deadline (laughs) and you've got to get it done. You know that. Yes, so oh, I do. Um, yeah, that's really good. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you put together for this comp and I think that your progress is just getting better and better. So it's lovely to see you grow um, whenever I'm coming in as well. But so good to have you come on the podcast and talk about your journey so far and, and your reasons as well for starting and doing pole and doing your first yeah. performance. It's just it's all about the people and it always has been. Yeah. Like that's, it's um, the last time I stuck with something this long was when I played netball when I was in high school and Mm. I was part of a really good rural football netball club and it was your teammates and the people that you went and sat and watched the footy with afterwards. Like that's what physiopole kind of is. Like it's that environment where you do what you've got to do but then you're sticking around to support everyone else in doing what they're doing as well and you want to hear how they went and hear how they did and it's just that massive team environment that's not, secluded to just your studio or just your location it's yeah the same at ignite finals or if you do an external comp and you're backstage with not just girls from other fizzy poles but girls from other studios yeah there's never a girl backstage who won't hand over a grip or help you sew something together at the last minute because it broke no matter where they're from and that's really what yeah fizzy pole is and by extension, I think we carry that attitude and that's what we make any pole-related thing we go to become. Yeah, definitely. People always comment on um, how lovely our fizzy polars are in those external comps, which is really great to hear. And if you are looking for a bit of a challenge for yourself this month, we've just released, um, or it's about to be released, the splits challenge. So if you need to work on your splits and you want to gain more flexibility, have a look on the main FizzyPole page because that should have all of the info. And this month it is a sign up. So it will get delivered to your inbox every day. And you'll be able to do the challenges that way rather than having to go onto Facebook and find them. So we're just trialing uh, a new way of doing it. And then that means also that you can sort of take part in the challenge and do it as you're ready to. So if you signed up um, on the 10th of September, it would still start you from the beginning. Oh, yeah, it does too. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Celeste's all over that. And I'm really excited because I actually need to do it. Because my flexibility has been a little bit neglected um, at the priority of my fitness and my strength. So I need to spend the next couple of months really honing in on flexibility because my back and my legs are not so good. (laughs) I I used to have good back flexibility. That's what's frustrating. So my bridge is another one that I'm really hoping to. Yeah, well focus on legs this month and then I'm not sure what the next one is coming up but I reckon oh we've done a back one we did a back no I think think we did do a back one a couple months ago but they're all still on Facebook all you've got to do you can find them yeah if you're not part of these groups guys you need to look up uh, fizzy pole uh, strength challenge yes yes and fizzy pole is it stretch challenge or flexibility 
I think it might be stretch, but sometimes the group name changes as the challenge changes too. Okay, well, just have a look in the search bar. It will come up because they're, they're big groups. And if you're not already part of the Fizzy Polars Worldwide group, please join that one because yes. I do like to hop on there and ask what topics you'd like covered on the podcast. And I put one up this week and got some really good answers. So I'm happy to be taking those on board and I'll give you what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming in, L, and me. chatting to everybody. It's been really nice. And um, yeah, if guys, if you're listening and you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message because I would love to have more of you share your stories and and everything. It's good. It's just fun. It's really lovely to be here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will chat to you guys next week, and I will see you later today. El. Yes. Studio. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. Let's get busy, Paul. Busy, Paul. I want to.